0: It's hoop season here at The Roar, and we've got you covered all day long. We are The Roar, where every day is game day.
1: Welcome glad to have you with us engineer sleep engineer 333 north pleasantburg drive ninety five thousand square foot facility that makes the best mattresses you know the surprising part and uh, mike i don't know if you knew this or not but the surprising part about engineer sleep is that uh, a very large majority of their mattresses don't go anywhere near the upstate of south carolina like they're made here but then they're shipped out all over the world they've got contracts in europe and Asian and uh South America and and uh all over this this world. Um and so engineer sleep's a small branch of their business. Um they mattress making, they they, they do it for, for companies and do it under other brand names, and all the stuff. We're lucky to have Engineer sleep here locally. Uh so the bottom line is that um they they they've the engineer sleep part of it, because we're looking to have it, like the pricing of it and like you you got a mattress. I, I would dare say, I don't know if you did any mattress shopping. Mattress shopping you get sticker shock from.
2: Oh no. I, I definitely did some shopping and we're fans, Mickey. The Vaughn yeah. family, we're now fans of Engineered Sleep. They they did us so right um in trading ours back in and, and getting the right fit for us. So we'll we'll uh, we'll be shopping there for a lifetime.
1: Yeah, yeah. Great stuff there. How's your new mattress? We love it. Awesome. It's it's awesome. awesome. It's been great. Great, great stuff. 654 Roar, 654 7627. Talk about soccer football staff in a minute. On, on Adam's covering text line, 5649 says, I don't hate Billy Napier as a Georgia fan, but I actually do like watching Georgia uh, Florida lose most of their games. Uh, maybe I'm a bad person. And he goes on to think, do You think that Bill O'Brien will take the Boston College job today? I, I don't have inside track there. I don't have any inside information, but what I read is that, that he's very interested in it. And so it looks like Bill O'Brien might be the next head coach at Boston College today. Uh, texture says from Ricky, we have a family member who is a secret service agent and has to protect presidents. So he didn't, a president he didn't agree with, but that was his job. So I asked one of the secret service agents and this one had, had protected, uh, Republican and Democrats. And he made it very clear that, that he, uh, what, what side of the fence that he was on and he had to protect the other, other side of the political party. And, and so that was his job. So that's his job. He goes, but, yeah, you know, like, I can disagree with their political stance, but it doesn't mean they're a bad person. And I just think that we we've, we've frame this thing as, and rightfully so. Look, man, they divided us, and we bought into it. They, they made us feel like we're the enemy. There's all kinds of bad people all over the world that want to do stuff to our country. The best I've ever heard is that we've got a domestic dispute in the back bedroom. Meanwhile, somebody's robbing our, our living room. They've convinced us that we're the enemy. We we need to hate each other and we need to donate more money. And like It's amazing what they've been able to do. And we can't even civilly disagree on anything because the other person's the biggest jerk and now everybody on that side feels this way about it. Man, the, the real enemies are the. I'm not going to mention which ones. I don't want to get in trouble on the show, but there's a bunch of, of international people trying to do bad things in this country. Those are the bad people. Mickey,
2: I was uh after working at the uh, Pickens High School basketball games last night, I was just kind of flipping on YouTube. You know how you scroll sometimes and you're you're looking at things and I stumbled upon the I think it was the sheriff from Butler County, Ohio, and uh apparently all the sheriffs in our country had a meeting with the FBI earlier this week and uh Director Ray and there were some pretty scary things he shared about some things that might be coming. So it's good to have our eyes open, but I think what, what you're saying is right is that there's so many of them that have kind of uh, pulled
1: the veil over our eyes in a lot of ways. We let them do it. Anyway, all right, um, back to the sports part. Well, the sports part is that, like, the, the guy from the – the coach from the other team, he's not a bad guy. He's not – look, that's not the problem in our world. Believe it or not, your, your arch rivals head coach is not the issue in this world all right so this is interesting Justin Stepp leaves South Carolina's football program speaking of good guys I don't know Justin I I know some folks that do know him well and like him um a a very good friend of mine who used to be in coaching coach with him and and brags on him and his brother and likes him an awful lot I know the high school coaches because they've been coaching the high school football in the state they grew up in the state played in the state I remember their playing days uh Justin and, and, and Josh and I remember all that uh, but I, I just don't have any relationship with him, don't know anything about him. But when he was hired from Arkansas to come to South Carolina, uh, it was looked at as a, a really good hire. And it was looked at as a very popular hire with high school football coaches in the state. And now to be – I'm, I'm going to point out the, the negative side of it. Justice Stepp didn't exactly crush it in recruiting or evaluation in the, in the short time he was here the way that others thought that he would. Uh, they've had some good wide receivers there, um, but they've not had great wide receivers and wide receiver play. And so like the portal is a way to go through some of that and the development and all that. So it, to be fair for those that, that are, are happy, he's gone, or whatever. I mean, I get it that the productivity you got to produce, um, now how and why he didn't and how and why it didn't turn out the way they did or how and why they took some players that I should take it. That's, that's a whole not story. But I do think that it, what is interesting is that he, he wasn't fired at South Carolina. But he was almost – I mean, you can see how you can say he was kind of pushed out the door a little bit. He was a wide receivers coach, and he was demoted basically to the tight ends coach. Um, and that was a – I don't know if that was a – if he jumped before he was pushed kind of a thing. Um, but that's a, that'd be hard. And so you kind of see it, and kind of the thought there was that, you know, if you're going to give me a demotion, I might as well go go work. Someone's going to appreciate what I've done and what I can do for you and all this stuff. So he's going to Illinois. That's a – is that a lateral move? South Carolina fans think it's, a, it's, a, it's not a lateral move. I, I would think in in terms of
2: when you look at what the Big Ten is up to, that, that it could be seen as a as a step up. But not not, not to play on words there. But, yeah. um, you know, I got to know his family. I got to know his brother a lot better because he was the uh, football coach and athletic director at the high school where my kids went to school. Yeah. Lex- and That's right. Yeah. And got to know him. And, you know, they have – uh, recruiting connections not only in this state but but in Georgia because Josh Stepp was at Georgia State for, for many years with yeah. uh, Sean Elliott. Right. And then, Mickey, don't forget that Justin was at North Greenville and also was a GA at Clemson for a couple of years. Yes. So yeah. he, he's got connections all over the place. And I, when I saw the news, it, it just really caught me off guard because I thought that he would have been one of those guys that South Carolina might even think about uh, promoting if Shane Beamer uh, ever ended his career uh, at South Carolina. So it, it's it's an interesting move. Um, Justin Stepp talked on his Twitter about uh, getting to work for Coach Belima, or Belima. B- I can't ever say that right, and and his move to Champaign, moving his family. Now here's a positive for him. Instead of being seven and a half hours away from his brother in Cincinnati, Ohio, he'll only be three and a half hours away now. Um, but I, I just – when Justin Stepp came back to South Carolina uh, from Arkansas, I thought, you know what, he's home. This might be something that lasts for, for many, many years. And it's just strange to see it uh, end this quick.
1: So I learned this from uh, Tommy West and, and watching the Tommy West days when he was here. So Tommy West's first football season at Clemson i gotta i gotta think about this for a second that was in 1990 mike was that 94 maybe 93 94. um i could look at what that looked like there that was no ken hatfield's last season was in 93. so tommy west first year i guess he coached the bowl game in 93 and then he coached 94 and one of the most interesting things yeah that's his first time first year there one of the most interesting things about that is that original staff was really really good um that was Clyde Christensen um John Latina uh Rich Bissachia my and, and went on think about that for a second like Clyde Christensen went on to be uh after he, uh, days at Clemson I think I'm right by saying this Went with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and eventually became the offensive coordinator of the Bucks and assistant head coach and wide receiver coach of the, of the Colts, and and uh, coached a long time in, in the NFL. Uh, there, uh, Basashi became the uh, interim head coach of the of Los Angeles Raiders of the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, John Latina went to Notre Dame to coach. Like, there was a bunch of really good coaches, you know, on that staff. Uh, Miles Aldridge on that staff. Um, Ellis Johnson, Charlie Harbison. Les Hair and Rick Stockstill. That was a, it was a great, great staff. The problem was that when he got in a little bit of trouble, not winning enough football games, the next step in the evolution there was that when those guys left, when Craig Christensen got a better job, Rich Pisashi got a better job, um, when those guys left, that the next guy they hired, it's hard because you're on the hot seat. And so, I think, like right now, Shane Beamer has a hard time hiring a second staff rather than the first staff because he's not one enough. Are you going to move your family from a pretty good, stable situation to get to a guy that might not make it through the year? I mean, I think there's a chance with that schedule that they've got, if Shane Beamer doesn't win, if he gets a losing season this year, I mean, I think it's fair to say he's on the hot seat right now, right? Like, if he doesn't if he didn't win this year, that's it. I think so. So, I think even so. I could get a two- or three-year contract, am I going to uproot my family to go work for guys on the hot seat. That, that's the difficult in, in the second, in the second uh, staff of hiring one down after that. So in comparing, what's interesting now, there's only two guys that are on Shane Beamer's original staff. That original staff was Marcus Satterfield, who's now the offensive coordinator at Nebraska. Clayton White is still at South Carolina's defense coordinator. Pete Limbo just left, and now he's the, the head coach up at Buffalo. Torian Gray is still on the staff. Montario uh, Hardesty has not got a job yet that I know of. The former running backs coach that got let, let go this year. Greg Atkins stepped down to, to a um, a support role. Step, obviously, is wide receiver coach now up at uh, Illinois. Um, Eric Kemery is, is a high school football coach in the state of Tennessee. Mike Peterson, I think still at University of Florida and as outside linebacker coach. And Jimmy Lindsay, I think, is still at LSU, and so now the staff is Daryl Logans as the uh, as the offensive coordinator, Clayton White still defense coordinator, Joe DiCamillis is the special teams coordinator, running back coach Markell Blackwell, wide receiver coach James Coley, Torian Gray still defensive back coach, Sterling Lucas defensive end coach, Travian Robertson defensive line coach. They need a, a tight ends coach now, and then Lonnie Teasdale is the offensive line coach. Is that staff better? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. But it's it's a little bit different now in hiring the second time around. So, just to, interesting to see what comes of It The step thing, you, you they've got, South Carolina fans, it's going to be interesting to hear the reaction from it and go on the Big Spur and see this. Because he had a lot of friends here in the state. And a lot of people will take up for him. A lot of people will, will point out. it would be interesting debate on, on the Big Spur today. And I hadn't gone to it yet. But, hey, Josh was a good guy. I mean, uh, uh, Justin's a good guy, and Justin's a, is one of us. And Justin always—it was a dream to come back here and, and do these things. And then he kind of got demoted, kind of pushed out the doors. Is, is that Shane's fault? Did you not want him around? Did Shane see something like he wasn't as good as he thought? And so the detractors would go, well, they didn't—they didn't produce wide receivers. He didn't—he didn't evaluate well and didn't didn't produce well there. So it's going to be a very interesting debate at uh, at South Carolina.
2: I got you. One other quick question, Mickey. Arteva Scott announced that he was leaving the Clemson coaching staff. Yes. But we didn't see anything about uh, his next steps. Um and so you know, He's going to coach
1: at the FCS level. Okay. I, I, someone had posted maybe Howard. I don't want to that's not official, but I I'd, I'd seen something like Howard University maybe. Okay. As a wide receiver's coach. I got you. So just to a little, uh, a little more of that. Uh, Stephen Simpson says, good morning, says, uh, more more Dabo stories if you can. Yeah, I've got some more of those. We'll, we'll do that for sure. Uh, more more Dabo stories. Um, Mike, I have a thought about the Super Bowl in our final couple of segments here. A couple of seconds. Wait, wait, is that this weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you <laughs> notice on advertisements they can't say Super Bowl? No way. On advertisements, if you're not an official sponsor of the Super Bowl, you have to say the big game. Oh, wow. You cannot... You have to be a paid advertiser to advertise. We can say Super Bowl in context to a – same thing, Final Four. We can say Super Bowl in context to talking about the game and the information about the game, but we can't do it from an ad standpoint. So if you hear the ads, it will be uh, on Sunday, the big game on Sunday. Something well, similar. they they don't know how, how we're
2: spelling it when we say it because there's a big fundraiser for uh – for food banks all around the world, yeah. called the Super Bowl, and it's S O U P E
1: R. Very good, so, very very good. Um, all right, I've got a feeling, and I'm going to ask Josh. This is my first question to Josh. We were talking about Super Bowl coming up. The Chiefs have won in different ways, and I, I I think this is interesting. That like Tom Brady won with great weapons, and he won without great weapons. Tom Brady won with a great offense, and he won with a great defense. And, but very seldom had a great offense and great defense. That Patrick Mahomes is losing pieces around him, and now they're having to win by running the ball a little bit more, controlling the clock a little more. He's a little more, you know, he takes, takes fewer risks, and the defense is really, really good. So, what, what this is going to sound crazy. I think the Chiefs' defense is so good. And I think the way, to be honest with the Chiefs and the Ravens' game, I think we might get a replay of that. That was not the most exciting game in the world. That was 17 to 10, and that was let's don't lose the game attitude. Uh, if, you, if you noticed it, the Ravens turned it over three times, and the Chiefs didn't turn it over. The Ravens lost the game. The Ravens had eight penalties for almost 100 yards, the Chiefs had three penalties for 30. The Chiefs were, were very, very conservative in their, in their play calling and 17 points was enough to win the game. The Chiefs basically had 319 yards of offense and won the game. I, I Give Andy Reid credit. I think that's the game plan for Sunday for the Chiefs. I think you're going to see the the potential here to see a boring Super Bowl. Now, hopefully, we get fireworks and we get big plays, but the Chiefs' defense is so good, and I'm not sure they be, be thinking going to be so conservative on offense. There's a potential that we see kind of a – a boring field position, defensive kind of a game, like a low-scoring kind of game. I'll ask Josh's thoughts on that coming up. Hey, my great friends, Prime Lending, SC.com. Let Mark Hawkins, Amanda McCall, the great people uh, take care of you when it comes to the best, very best mortgage rates. You know, um, when, I, I, when I think about what I'm looking for in any kind of process now, simplicity, Mike. I want ease, right? I want you to present me with a couple different options. I want the best rates, and, and I want it to be easy, I don't want it to be a struggle or to be kind of hard. And I can remember, I, don't, I was intimidated my first loan. I had to sign a million things, and I was nervous going in. And then, so whether it explained to me what else is going about. And you know what? My last two have been with, with Prime Lending, and they just made it easy. You still got to sign a bunch of papers. But it just made it easy and made it much more streamlined. Think about Prime Lending. Our great friends, Prime Lending and com. We'll talk the. The big game, the Super Bowl, with Josh Weaver. We you come back more after this.
3: Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio, located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store
0: and Patio.
3: Do, 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 do. Hey, what you going to do when you got to pee? You're going to call Royal Flush at 238-8800. We've got your porta potties. We've got your event trailers too.
4: Call Royal Flush at 864-238-8800 or visit them online at royalflushtoiletrental.com.
3: We'll even pump your septic tank for you. Call Royal Flush cuz we're the king and queen of clean. So what have you got to do 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 do? Call Royal Flush.
0: Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screened porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit harbinlumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300.
2: Samuel Property Group is locally owned, proud to be part of the upstate community, and putting their money where their mouth is. If you know someone moving a loved one into assisted living and struggling to sell their outdated home, or maybe you have a friend with a property wrapped up in probate, what about a vacant, dilapidated home in your neighborhood that needs sprucing up? Make a referral that turns into a deal, and when they close, you get a $1,000 referral fee. It's that easy. SamuelPropertyGroup.com. That's SamuelPropertyGroup.com.
1: I'm Eddie Bennett. Winter means colder weather and hot deals on Takeuchi at Bennett Equipment. We have Takeuchi track loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments ready to go to work today. Why settle for less with other brands when you can have the best in Takeuchi? Stop by any of our four convenient locations and see why Bennett and Takeuchi set the standard for equipment sales and rental. And remember, when you need equipment in the upstate or northeast Georgia, buy it or rent it from Bennett.
2: I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. It's important to me to always remember why we do what we do as litigation attorneys, and that's to help people. But more specifically, is to help people by creating a path forward after a catastrophic event. When someone walks into our office, they've likely experienced the worst day in their life. They've lost a loved one, they're catastrophically injured, or their family's falling apart. The second you walk into our office, you have personal involvement with an attorney. Our personal involvement continues until the case is concluded. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help.
3: Getting your guaranteed maximum refund with Taxlayer feels like yeah, yeah. Saddling yeah. up and chasing down.
0: Look at that sweet Oula!
3: That big old cash cow.
0: Yeah. Look at all that
3: File for free with TaxLayer Simply Free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly.
1: Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts
2: and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer,
1: not a number, look no further than FirstClassHalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. Broadcasting live from the UpCountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. UpCountry Fiber is
0: a stronger connection. The Roar, the only media outlet where you won't need a two-step authentication to access. It's going to be exciting. The Roar, where every day's game day.
1: A little Super Bowl music, Mike. You tell me that's Usher. I wouldn't know. Is that Usher or Urscher? uh And he's going to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Honestly, I don't know any of the songs, so that'll be interesting. Um, and I want to tell you about Upcountry Fiber. Upcountry Fiber, strong connection. Upcountryfiber.com. dot com. We had a discussion on the show yesterday about the five upstate counties. Well, that's Greenville, Anderson, Pickens, Oconee, Spartanburg counties. That's easy. Um, so. That's the folks at Upcountry Fiber we got a great phone call from a friend from from Liberty the other day. They Say, Upcountry Fiber is in Liberty, man. We're so excited that I can ditch that other big box bad service and get with the very best. So our friends over at Upcountry Fiber for a stronger connection for two hundred plus channels of HD TV for no uh, for, for better phone systems from your office or your home for for better high speed fiber optic internet for your office or your home. Think about our great friends at Upcountry Fiber for a stronger connection. It's Upcountry Fiber. Dot com. Mickey, quick correction
2: before you fr- uh, bring in our friend Josh Williams. Greenwood, Abbeville, Union, that's Lawrence, they're all upstate. Upstate?
1: Yeah, upstate. Uh, no, nah, they're. Yesterday they're, you said they're not upstate. Uh, nah, that's not. Nah, nah, nah. There's five up upstate counties. There's five counties that upcountry fiber reaches currently in the upstate. It- <laughs> Lawrence is not upstate.
2: Well, it's not Midlands. No, but it's not upstate. So, is there a middle region yeah, in there? Like you the gonna Piedmont the, region or the something. the mid-up? I mean, what? Come on, it's upstate. Middle state.
1: Uh, I'll have to. We'll, we'll have to talk about this during a break. All right. Um, to our guest lines, Josh Williams talking Super Bowl Las Vegas talk in Las Vegas. Good morning, J Dub. How you doing?
5: Hey man. Good morning, guys. How are you?
1: Great. In very simple terms, there's a lot of folks that are saying, "Don't overthink this." That Patrick Mahomes is the answer, that Patrick Mahomes is the, the guy that will, uh, will win, that, that in a battle of, of non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Hall of Fame quarterbacks, in Super Bowls, the Hall of Fame quarterbacks win almost every time. Um, I'm not sure it's that, that simple, but there's a lot of folks saying that if I'm going to lose a bet, I'm not going to lose by betting against Patrick Mahomes. Fair or not fair? Uh, thoughts on that?
5: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely fair. Obviously, they've, they've uh, coming in that third straight game is an underdog, which is almost unheard of. Um, we know what they've done the last couple. Uh, also the uh, second straight Super Bowl they're coming in as an underdog. Um, that's happened uh, three times I think previously before. Our team making multiple Super Bowls being an underdog in both. Uh, but none of those previous ones have won both. Uh, so we'll see what kind of shakes out on this one. But yeah, I mean I it's... Um, I mean, going in the AFC Championship game, you had the Ravens, which looked like the better team across the board. Um, but then, if you you know, if you want to bet on the Chiefs, you were betting on the Chiefs because of the better at quarterback with Mahomes, and and uh, you were betting on the better quarterback uh, coach duo with Mahomes and Reed. And obviously, that ended up winning out. But and obviously, they're playing better at this point than they have been, you know, throughout much of the year. But yeah, that's um. That's kind of the simple handicap for a lot of folks. I just uh, I can't shake that I'm I'm getting a little bit of the same kind of feeling I had with like the Alabama-Michigan Rose Bowl. Uh, I mean, did you in, in that one? You know, we talked about I, you didn't really know anybody that was on Michigan that liked Michigan. Everybody was liking Alabama. It seems like the same kind of thing a little bit with this one. Yeah, everybody you think is, is on the Chiefs uh, because of Mahomes and rightfully so. So we'll see how it shakes out.
1: It has happened. Um, Phil Sims beat Elway. Doug Williams beat Elway. Jeff Hostetler beat Jim Kelly. Uh, Mark Ripien beat Jim Kelly. I mean, there, there are non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks that beat Hall of Fame quarterbacks. But more times than not, the superstar quarterback in a battle of one – and look, maybe I'm being unfair to Brock Purdy. But at this point in time, Patrick Mahomes is going to Hall of Fame. Fair yeah. Uh Brock Purdy's not going to Hall of Fame, or is it too early?
5: Uh, I mean too early, but yeah, I mean it would probably be a, a upset if he ends up in the Hall of Fame for yeah. sure, yeah.
1: Right. So but there there's there's few and far between of those uh Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. But there's just uh, just a handful of those throughout all of that. Uh all right, I made this statement in and, and, and well let me let me back up to you mentioned it. If you asked me 3 weeks ago, if you asked me in in December, asked me before the playoffs, I'm not sure I think the Chiefs can do it. The Chiefs showed some some um, some weaknesses this year. However, the way the defense has played in the playoffs and the fact that that Mahomes went into Buffalo and beat Josh Allen, and Mahomes went to Buffalo, went to Baltimore and beat the the MVP of the of the NFL to me, that probably says a lot. I talk about this in college football. The semifinals, the team that looks the best in the semifinals is the team that usually wins the national championship. With that said, had the playoff run of the Chiefs changed your thoughts about maybe the Chiefs' chances compared to the 49ers? I mean, they
5: yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that they've kind of, I don't know if you want to say flipped the switch, but they've, they've definitely, I and mean, you keep thinking back to, um, I think it was the Christmas Day or Christmas Eve game, when they play at home and just kind of lay an egg uh, against uh, the Raiders and uh, had turnovers and just couldn't get anything going, couldn't move the ball, couldn't couldn't protect. And they've come a long way since then, um, but they've kind of they've kind of turned into this. Uh, it's this kind of basically kind of a ball control offense. They still throw it a lot, um, but you know short, quick stuff, getting it out of his ha- out of Mahomes' hands. Um, but it allowed them to go and. Score early and get a lead, and then you know, and then their uh, defense just can kind of pin their ears back and protect the lead, particularly in the second half. I mean, they've they scored a lot of points in first halves, and then really haven't. I mean, that's kind of been a trend all year of uh, scoring early, scoring in the first half, and then not necessarily sitting on it, but you know, not really putting up points in the second half and, and kind of playing ball control. So, yeah, that's um, that's one to watch. I think. I think the offensive line is one to watch with, uh, you know, the, probably their best interior line or best lineman overall. Joe Tooney's probably not going to play, got hurt. Uh, and he uh, looks to be out, you know, all season, the tackles have been kind of the weak point, but, you know, this uh, San Francisco defensive line is, they're really outside of Bosa, haven't really been very good. They're, you know they're 26th in pressure percentage, uh, and and with the change in defensive coordinator with Wilkes, who obviously I think is a downgrade over what they had with Ryan's, but he he doesn't blitz much. They're 30th in blitz rate, so they always want to rely on the front four to break to get pressure. But outside of Bosa, you know because of injuries or whatever during the year, that hasn't really manifested. I mean, even if you look at the playoffs, you know they've got 11 total quarterback pressures. Nine of them, nine of them have been by Bosa. So, I I don't know, you just game plan to just don't let him him wreck the game. Uh, So, you kind of got to like the Chiefs' chances there, too.
1: This reminds me a little bit, uh, and this is the the great ones, like the Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks that Brady won when he had offensive weapons and they won Super Bowls in which he uh, just destroyed defenses. And Brady won with not many weapons at all and great Bill Belichick defenses. Um, can you see that? That I mean, besides Kelsey, where are the weapon? This is like Gronkowski, maybe. Like it looks a little bit like some of those Tom Brady teams. Like where are the weapons on offense that you really got to pay attention to? Thus, you see them running the ball and playing great defense. Make any sense about those comparisons?
5: Yeah, sure. I, I mean, there's definitely they've uh, you can you can definitely tell who they trust and who Mahomes trusts. It's obviously Kelsey for one, but it's been Rasheed Rice. Uh, and it's been obviously the, the running back Pacheco. Uh, it's been kind of that three-headed monster that's drawn, you know, the bulk of the targets and, and bulk of the action and, and the bulk of the scoring. Uh, I think one thing to watch in this one, and what you've seen from the two previous games from San Francisco's defense, is teams have really attacked the edges. You know, they've uh, during the year, even they allowed – Basically, a uh, over a fifty percent success rate on runs outside the tackles. If you look at the playoffs, that's up to a seventy five percent success rate. So there's been sixteen rushes outside the tackle; only two of them have been stopped, basically for no gain or, or a loss of yards. And you've had six of those sixteen go for ten plus. You saw Detroit hit it a lot. You saw uh, you, you saw Green Bay hit it a lot with Aaron Jones. And you know Detroit even used Jameson Williams on that opening drive on. With that misdirection end around and hit him for a long touchdown run. So I think that's something that you probably will see Kansas City try to attack, and maybe even with somebody like McCall Hardman, uh, you know the little uh, pop passes or even end arounds. He, when these two teams played last year in the regular season, I believe he scored two touchdowns on those type of plays. And maybe you could get some uh, you know, cheap uh, receptions and yard numbers on Hardman because honestly, he really hasn't done very much in the playoffs since he's come back. But I, that's one thing I, I think that maybe will deviate from what they've shown uh, in the first few playoff games uh, and what they'll kind of try to attack maybe uh, to supplement it.
1: On the other side of it, it, it seems to me that that uh, the 49ers kind of flipped the script with a, a healthy Debo and their weapons. McCaffrey, the offensive player of the year. Uh, Shanahan gets an awful lot of credit for the way that they they move guys and and the uh, the innovative part of it, of his offense, uh, can this offense can Shanahan find holes? Are there holes? Can you see the maybe the the San Francisco offense being the story?
5: Yeah, I, I think you really um, gonna, uh, you know me personally. Hopefully, you see them uh, lean on the run game and and then use some play action off of it. I, I you see, you know. San Francisco is kind of like, if you kind of look at their splits throughout the year, they're about 40%, uh, 11 personnel, but they're also almost 40% and 21 personnel with two backs using use check as the, uh, you know, kind of hybrid H-back, you know, fullback tight end, whatever you want to call them. Um, Using that kind of heavy personnel and uh, even, they've even had success running out of it against heavy boxes, I would think that's you're gonna see a lot of a lot of that, a lot of McCaffrey. Um, you know, Chiefs haven't. We talked about it before the Baltimore game. They haven't been very good against the run. I mean, they're bottom five and EPA per rush allowed. I don't. You know, I think you just got to really lean into that, and then you know, maybe uh, Purdy doesn't throw it as much, um, but you can also use use some stuff with Debo, obviously in the run in the run game as well. So I mean, they run. You know, the Chiefs like to run a lot of man coverage because they've got two really, really good corners. Uh, they play man at uh, top five highest rate in the league. I think, you know, South, um, excuse me, San Francisco has been good attacking man coverage, but I think you're going to have to do some stuff with maybe some extra motion and usage to help, you know, guys like IU Debo against some of these corners because they are that good, I think. But uh, it also kind of opens up maybe – you know, Purdy's scrambling around a little bit more and when he looks to scramble he's looking to attack downfield. So let's just see that kind of that kind of chess game. And one thing from that you know, that Baltimore game around Christmas was because of all the tight formations that San Francisco runs, it kinda of leaves them a little bit susceptible to slot blitzes. And you saw it a lot with Hamilton and, and some of the guys on the Ravens uh kind of wreak havoc with it at times. And uh, I would think that's something that, uh, as good as Spagnolo is, he probably tries to attack that a little bit. You know, he likes to blitz. Uh, he didn't blitz Lamar very much, but I think this is a little bit different story. Uh, they may try to force the issue a little bit, get the hands on some balls uh, Brock Purdy. so that defense doesn't get on the field as long.
1: Brock Purdy had a, had an unbelievable year. Uh, coming off of the elbow uh, deal and coming off of a – you know, not a not a highly decorated draft pick or anything like that, but they they throw the ball across the middle of the field. They throw later routes and throw the ball across the middle of the field, maybe more than anybody in the NFL. I saw route trees and the percentage of, of doing it. Uh, into into more coverage of danger but interestingly enough he threw for more yards to Patrick Mahomes this year he threw for more touchdowns to Patrick Mahomes this year he threw for less interceptions to Patrick Mahomes this year of all the talk about Mahomes and his greatness of already winning two and maybe win his third Super Bowl uh, have we lost the fact of what kind of year it's, it's not as pretty he's not, not a multi-million dollar multi-year hundred million dollar man but Brock Purdy had a better year on paper
5: yeah, he did, and I and I think I still go back to that Baltimore game at Christmas, and I think that really kind of uh, put a stain on kind of the whole opinion of him. Really, um, you know, Baltimore got their hands on a lot of balls at line of scrimmage, tip balls. You know, what he, they had? What four or five turnovers that night? You know, all together, and um, you know, he was the uh, pretty clear uh, consensus MVP odds wise coming into that, and obviously that. Uh, that that night ruined that and i think that's kind of uh been kind of a holdover that uh is still in people's minds for sure and and obviously i think there's obviously there's been times these last two playoff games where he's been a little off and hadn't looked great but he's looked really good in the second half so yeah i mean he probably deserves a little more credit than people want to give him just you know they kind of just shrugged it off because it's another shanahan quarterback but he's kind of he's different than what shanahan has had as a quarterback uh at least particularly recently because he's a little more athletic and he can use his legs a little bit and extend plays and that's something they've never had really uh since he's been in san francisco for sure
1: maybe had the best year of any shanahan quarterback speaking of which i got about 30 seconds is the pressure on cal shanahan for what happened with the with the um falcons blowing the lead and shanahan's own one in super bowls right now as a head coach is this kind of a legacy game can can shanahan kind of change his whole legacy of getting that first Super Bowl ring, I mean,
5: I kind of think so. I mean, they wouldn't really—you would never really get them to admit that. But I, I mean, I kind of think so. I mean, it's your third Super Bowl, and you've you've blown fourth quarter leads uh, in both of your first two. So, right. you know, I, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think he, they would ever get him to admit that, or anybody in the organization to admit it. But I mean, I think that's definitely a fair point.
1: All right, final one. Uh, give me a pick. Score. What's going to happen?
5: Twenty-four
1: twenty, uh San Francisco. Hey! Low scoring, nice San Francisco you know, win. Yeah. For the,
5: for, we need it for the good of humanity. You know, last time Clemson won in Chapel Hill, Chiefs beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl, then the whole world shut down. We need to reverse that.
1: <laughs> no more COVID, we don't want no. that. We don't want to repeat. No, 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 no. We don't no. want a repeat of that. <laughs> You're the best, buddy. Good luck to your San Francisco 49ers this weekend.
5: All right, man, you guys have a good weekend. All right, buddy.
1: Josh Williams, he's a he's a Niners fan. Did a good job of being fair about it, though. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We're going to talk to Jinx Patrick of Jinx Heat Realty and our Outdoor Hunting and Fish Report right after this.
4: I'm Lance Crick. After 20-plus years as a federal prosecutor with the U.S. Attorney's Office in South Carolina and several years as a state prosecutor, I joined Ryan Beasley Law last year to practice law with Ryan and Mary Hunter. Our team works in courtrooms across the state, including city and magistrate courts as well as state and federal courts. We work with clients in all areas of state and federal criminal defense to include pre-arrest investigations, white collar defense, as well as student conduct issues at colleges and universities. Our responsive and proactive approach in cases is at all times client-centric and resolution-focused. We look forward to the opportunity to work with you. Please give us a call at 864-679-7777 or find us online at ryanbeasleylaw.com
0: in every case for every client in courtrooms across the state Ryan Beasley Law, ryanbeasleylaw.com hi i'm jake wilson and as the owner of iron drop floor coatings i'm proud of the product we've delivered to our customers for nearly 15 years all over the upstate if you're considering having your garage floor transformed Check out our five-star Google reviews, as well as the gallery of homes we've completed. Don't just take my word for it. See what other homeowners have to say about Iron Drive floor coatings. Our website is irondrivegaragefloors.com. Schedule your free quote today, irondrivegaragefloors.com. Hey, foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate, serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. Award-winning tacos are not all we do. We also offer healthy bowls, delicious salads, crispy quesadillas, and shareables like brisket egg rolls, street corn fritters, and fresh guacamole. The owners, all Upstate dudes, enjoy humbly working alongside the 400 men and women we proudly employ. Don't wait. Your Willy Taco familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willy way. Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct. And save an extra 20%. Now through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion.
3: Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and
0: Patio
3: Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions, rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states your rate could increase with high-risk driving, generally safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.
1: Don't you want to just sit back, relax, and breathe fresh air in your home? You'd be surprised by the amount of dust and bacteria that is sitting in your duct system and circulating in your home. Zero Res is the only company I trust to get my home insanely clean. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plyler, and The Roar and get $50 off your next air duct cleaning. Use promo code AIR50 when scheduling online at zeroresgreenville.com. Zero Res, spell it backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean.
0: Tee off your morning with the Mickey Plyler Show, weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. We take on our drivers, we tee up, and... (gasps) That ball goes sailing up into the sky, home! for a moment and then <gasps> Only on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar Where every day is game day
3: There's one for you 19 for me Cause I'm the tax man
0: Yeah
1: Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Our outdoor hunting and fishing oh, fort you by our great friends at Jinx Ain't Realty. It could be bought today, though, Jinx Patrick, by the Patterson Tax Service. Are we going to talk taxes in our hunting and fishing Oh, fort. man.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I hate to even bring it up. I hate to even bring it up, but it's going to rain all weekend, and it's tax season. I just need to make sure people know these things. Need to make sure people know these things if you own land. So right. I apologize in advance, but I'll keep it brief.
1: All right, so let me do this then first. I'm gonna I'm gonna start All off with right. an even better situation. Next right. weekend down in Charleston is the Southeastern Wildlife Exposition. I've got two tickets to give away to it. So um, because it's the outdoor hunting fishing, if the the very first caller we can mail these to you, you can come by and pick them up. Might get their name and their and their email address, phone number, and we'll get back in touch with them today and get them two tickets to uh, next weekend's big event. So that's good. Hey, that's a
4: fun event. You know, I've probably been to it fifteen times. Yeah. It's a great event. Yeah.
1: So, uh, and I'll ask you more about that maybe a little bit later on. So, what are we what, What's what are we talking taxes and, and land today? What's on our table? All
4: right, this is just a, a brief reminder that if you own timberland or if you're buying timberland or if you operate a farm, there are significant tax savings you should understand and you should be getting. Let me start by saying I'm not a qualified tax advisor, but I'm going to give you some topics that you should ask your tax advisor and accountant about. How about that? Number one, property taxes. This is the most basic. If you own more than five acres of timberland or 10 acres of fields, you need to research and make sure that your property is getting an agricultural special assessment. This is a state law that's managed by the county you own land in. So if you live in Newberry, you need to call Newberry, your county office, and make sure that you've got an agricultural assessment. Uh, It may seem obvious, but I, I look at land records daily. And a lot of people just don't take care of this. And you're just giving money away. It greatly reduces your annual property taxes. That's a good one. Number two, sales taxes. South Carolina now has something called a skate program. It's a card. It looks like a credit card. And I have one. And you carry this around. And if you have it, you do not pay state sales taxes on some key items required for farming and agricultural. Some of the exemptions include feed, fertilizer, fuels, and farm machinery.
1: That's a lot of iterations, by the way. Feed, fertilizer, farm, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I got kind of excited when I typed it. I was like, "Oh, (laughs) this is going to be easy to say." (laughs) (laughs) But I want notice, Mickey, that I did not say that you must be a landowner on this one. This is for people. The people who qualify include farmers who participate in agricultural industry for business purposes and purchases eligible product in South Carolina. They're eligible for the skate card. So that's one that is kind of on the newer side. It, it was a pilot program in 2022. And and um, like I have mine registered at a tractor supply store. So when I go to the tractor supply store and give them, get my rewards points, they already know. And if I'm buying something that qualifies, they automatically take the taxes off. So this is, this is something you, you should look into. It, it, I mean, it adds up. No, and yeah. the the last one I'm going to go through is income tax. If you own timberland and grow timber for profit, you want to make sure you're doing your tax returns correctly. There are important things like the basis of your timber, the operating cost, and there's also a federal designated program called a qualified timber property that can help with your annual income taxes. So i'm going to, I'm going to stop there because you can go on with this, which is kind of sad because you can get taxed in many different ways. But the uh, if you want some more examples of this, the Greenville Forestry and Wildlife Society is going to have a program on march twenty sixth in Greenville where they're going to talk about uh, all these programs, and they're going to have a a true expert in there. So somehow you can ask questions too. If you want to know more about that, reach out to your Clemson Extension. Just call the Clemson Extension and say, I want to go to the Greenville Wildlife Society program on March 26th, and they'll tell you all about it. Of course, you can always call us, too, and, and, and we'll lead you in the right direction to get in touch with them.
1: I have a very important question to ask you on a whole different subject coming up here in a second, but when you, just a quick question, this, when you're dealing with a lot of your clients, like, how many people go into it with those tax situations already in mind, um, and compared to the people that just, or what percentage would you say that just don't have any idea, they just want good good land or they want a good piece of property rather than the tax aspect of it?
4: I, I think it's a benefit to society to own large tracts of land, it, uh, and I think that it fosters the wildlife. I feel like it. it, it um, it's, if, if you cannot affordably own and operate a piece of property or a farm, then the best thing to do is split it up and sell it. And anytime we can, anytime that we can encourage people to own the larger tracks, we're preventing that, that section of, of property. And, and that's good, right? That's a, that's a good thing. That's good for wildlife because uh, it gives them larger blocks of land to live in. It keeps the canopy green, that all that's good. So it's, I enjoy talking to people about it, and I'm glad that it's out there because it should not be expensive to foster wildlife. It should not it should not be expensive to run a farm and provide food for people, and and that's good. And I'm glad that the right mindset is out there for the most part. And in the South Carolina government, I feel like they do a good job of supporting their farmers.
1: Speaking of the right mindset, I've changed my mindset on something. Uh, and you're going to like this, but I feel I'm going to yield to you on this. So, uh, years ago, I, I'm, I'm guessing this has been, I started trying it maybe when I was, my memories are in teenage years, um, had venison, didn't really like it. Um, maybe had it again in my 20s, maybe once or twice, 30s once or twice, and, and maybe it's just my misconception of, of, you know what, I'm not a big venison guy. And I would make fun of my deer hunting, people say, oh, it's better than beef. Like, Yeah, you just like going shooting the deer, I get it. But. And about three weeks ago, uh, my best friend in the world brought uh, a bunch of meat over to the house. And since then, my wife, she made this taco bowl with the venison the uh, burger type type deal. And then we had some spaghetti the other night. And I'm going to tell you, and we both bragged about it. And we're like, this is phenomenal. So my question to you is, was I just wrong about it? Uh, a b did I just get a, a great uh piece of of meat so far we got other sausages coming down the road or see are we just better at the way we process venison did i get a great processor like why why am i thinking that it tastes so much better now than it did years ago
4: okay i'm gonna ask questions then i might counter uh okay uh, i might counter myself but let me say this first why is wagyu beef really good
1: i don't know the answer to that i'm not sure or
4: ribeye a ribeye and wagyu beef is really, really popular and really expensive yeah. because it is interlaced throughout the whole cut of steak with fat. Right. All right. So that's what that's what makes it taste really good.
1: Right. Marble uh, effect.
4: Marbling. Right. Venison is very lean. Right. Because the deer does not sit in a feedstock and eat grain and, and protein pellets and all this stuff. It, it is out running around all the time, and it's a lean animal. So the introduction of fat into um, venison is considered, is really good. So a lot of times when you make hamburger, you need to make sure that somebody's adding in some some beef fat or some pork fat into it, and it, it you'll be, and I'm not talking about excessively, I'm talking about like the same amount as hamburger that you buy at the store, 80-20 or 85-15. And, and it'll be fantastic like that. Um, we used to just mix it 5050 with regular hamburger and, and really enjoy that Now the exception to that that I'm going to counter is if you've ever had the opportunity and, and I'll bring one over there I'll bring we'll, we'll cook one we'll get up early and cook one bring it over. They're not huge. If you've ever had venison tenderloin, salt pepper, olive oil, seared it, it's fantastic. It's it's not fatty, but it is it is fantastic, and I I will put it up there with any high end meat that that you can recommend, and and I'll tell you that it's very very good.
1: All right, this was awesome, uh, and I need to go like where they processed it and find out more about that the, on that deal. Then my other one is like from our hunting friends, they'll say, uh, hey, come over, we're gonna we're gonna cook whatever this. Whatever we harvested. And I go, Yeah, I don't really like it. No, you don't understand. Uh, it's it's bacon wrapped. And I was like, Well, if you put bacon wrap on uh on a, on my dog droppings in the front yard, it might taste good. You know, like it's not really yeah, you know, yeah. you're not really going on a limb there for me, buddy, trying to convince me that that meat tastes good. You wrap enough bacon, it's gonna be okay through all that. But uh no, I really I gotta tell yeah. you man, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's changed my attitude about it. I mean, it. I
4: had some I had some um bacon jalapeno burger this year that makes me want to go deer hunting very much. I mean yeah. it is it was fantastic this year. And and um so yeah, I think the answer to your question, your initial question was what's it come down to and I, I would put it into to the processor. The pro- yeah. good processor is, is very important in the whole process
1: and, and look i've got high cholesterol so my wife's saying well this is a leaner a better more healthy meat for us and i was all for that and but it's it's like it actually tastes yeah. good let's go
4: 85 85 15 yeah. 85 15 instead of 70 30
1: yeah let's go <laughs> let's go whatever you gotta do hey uh i was on the site yeah. last night man some 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 great looking uh, even price reductions some big pieces of land some all over the upstate of south Carolina. the site looks great tell me about what you guys are doing over there
4: yeah. That, so, what you're going to see if you look if you looking for land now is you're going to start seeing the number of listings going up. We've been through about three years where it was so popular to own land during during the pandemic that it, that there wasn't any available. And now we're getting to the point where uh, things aren't moving quite as fast. Interest rates are a little higher, so marketing is important. So, as a result, more people are hiring us to sell land, and our listings are going up. You'll you'll see. Uh, we're getting ready to list a lot of land in the next in the next month, and, and I'm excited. So if you're interested, give us a call. We'll help you find the right track. Uh, we do it all the time. We just closed on 300 acres in Union, and it was a fantastic transaction. I really enjoyed helping that family find the farm.
1: I know you love doing that, making some families very, very happy as a result for sure. So, hey, love it. Fantastic stuff. Can't thank you enough, and, uh, and, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
4: Sounds good. Thanks, Mickey.
1: Jinx Patrick, Jinx Inc. Realty. That segment brought to you by our good friends at Jinx Inc. Realty. We have our, our winner on their our contest. Yes, we do, um, Mr. Jimmy Caps. Congratulations! Jimmy Capps. Good stuff, great stuff there for sure. All right. Um, when we come back, Mark Vaughn's going to join us from Anderson University Athletics, and uh, got a bunch of great things to tell you about as far as what they're doing. I do want to tell you about Carolina specialist Specialists. Um, Austin has. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine last night about Austin and what they're doing over this way. Uh, they've got a great company, they've got a great product, and things are going awesome. And then Tim Worley reached out to me yesterday saying, Mickey, I've already had four people that we set appointments up that mentioned the $200 off with uh, the 25th anniversary, and that's just in two days. Uh, I love hearing from that, folks. I think this is great. So here's the deal. They're celebrating the 25th anniversary. On any garage over 400 square feet, which is what your garage is going to be for the most part, um, they're going to give you $200 off. When you mention my name, Mickey Plowler. Uh, love this idea. Carolina Flooring Specialist. Your garage floor is going to look amazing. Think about it. It's CarolinaFlooringSpecialist.com. Don't forget to mention my name and that garage. Save that money. That's, that's $200, man. You know what you could do with $200 and buy your Valentine's a present, buy your, um, you know, get your favorite lady radio talk show host a nice gift. Uh, $200 off when you mention my name over at Carolina Flooring Specials. High-performance, epoxy base you're going to love it. It's Carolina Flooring Specials. Call Tim today, ask about that, mention my name, get the special, 864-404-8158, 404-8158. Uh, we'll talk uh, that, talk some Anderson uh, University Athletics coming up in the next segment. Also, Mike, we got to get our biggie games of the week. Oh, by the way, there's a big football game Sunday. So we'll give you that, give you some uh, all kinds of stuff. Hour number three. Love for you to come back right after this.
0: WCCP-FM
1: 105.5, Clemson,
0: Greenville-Anderson, WAHT-AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar.